0: So having a wintergreen or a peppermint oil on my neck, I love that cooling sensation, but sometimes it can be a little bit much for people. Personally, I love to put it on and then get in a hot shower, so I really amp it up.
1: (laughs) You're hardcore. (laughs) Hello, this is Dr. Diva Nagula. Welcome to From Doctor to Patient, where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Nagula here with you from another episode from Doctor to Patient. Today, I am pleased to introduce you to Dr. Marisa Snyder. She is a functional practitioner and the author of seven books, including the national bestseller The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, focused on balancing hormones with the power of essential oils, and the number one Amazon bestseller, The Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils. For the past 10 years, she has lectured at wellness centers, conferences, and corporations on hormone health, essential oils, nutrition, and detoxification. She's been featured on Dr. Oz, Fox News Health, Oprah Magazine, Mind Body Green, and many publications. Dr. Marissa is also also the host of the Essentially You podcast designed to empower women to become the CEO of their health. Check out her website, drmarissa.com, for more women's hormone tips, including recipes and remedies. Hi, how are you today?
0: I am doing great. Thanks for having me.
1: It's such a pleasure to have you on. And I cannot wait to take a deep dive into essential oils and aromatherapy. So I think my listeners are just going to be so pleased to hear about this. There's a lot of people that know about essential oils and they see it at the stores. They see it at the health stores, they probably get email blasts about it. But everyone's like, what are they? How do you get yes. them? So talk to me about like... How I I know essential oils are a form of aromatherapy. Yes. Aromatherapy is a way of utilizing your nose for a simple term to attain or optimize well-being. And essential oils is a mode for this. Talk to me about how this all works in our complicated brain.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's take it, let's take it way back. Let's take it way back like to well before the advent of modern medicine, where what we had was the beauty of plant medicine around us. And so we've always, I think about plants, I think about the kale in my smoothie this morning, the blueberries that I had, the ashwagandha or rhodiola that we were taking, the holy basil tea that I drank last night. Like we think about it, our, our lives are benefited, our bodies are benefited from these beautiful herbs, constituents, these organic substances that comes from plants. And I would wager to to guess that a lot of how we stay healthy is really because of the plants and uh, mother nature around us. So essential oils are a, basically they are volatile, aromatic chemical constituents that are really part of the lifeblood of these beautiful plants around the world. They come from all over the world. They are carefully extracted. And ideally you are working with a plant that is beautifully grown, cultivated, harvested um, in its natural habitat. And then we're able to take a bunch of that, that, that plant substance, whether it's the stems, the leaves, the flowers, all aspects of the plant, depending on the type of essential oil, extract it for its beautiful health benefits. Now we know that essential oils for plants can help with survival help with growth, help with um, with reproduction, really helping with the plant's ability to make it out in the wilderness because plants have got to survive too. And just like we are, you know, and so we are actually leveraging that intelligence that plants use for our own biochemical benefits. And so that is in a nutshell, what essential oils are. Now, essential oils can be used aromatically that you were talking about. And it's the fastest way to get essential oils, not only into the brain, but also into the bloodstream. What we know is that we actually have olfactory receptors more than just inside of the limbic system, inside of the brain, inside of the lungs. We actually know that there's olfactory receptors in more areas of the body. You know, we are still learning so much about how essential oils and how plants can really serve us in a holistic and in a beneficial way. And as we continue to do the research, we're realizing, oh my gosh, these chemical constituents not only are binding to cell receptors on side of the cell membrane, but there's actually olfactory receptors all over the body, which is really fascinating to me.
1: I didn't know that. I I always assumed that olfactory receptors are in our nose or in our brain, but that um, it's news to me because I didn't Mm -hmm. realize it was in other areas of our bodies. Um, yeah,
0: it's news it's, to a lot of us. It's it's yeah, recent I, news. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I guess when you were talking about the olfactory receptors um, being housed or, or being in the limbic system, which is where we like produce our memories and emotions. So I guess when we smell something, it's oftentimes that it triggers like a specific emotion that we're, that we correspond that smell with. Or it triggers a specific memory because it, it brings us back to a place that might be pleasant where we've rem- we have an association of that pleasant memory with that smell. Is that, is that accurate?
0: Absolutely. So, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that our sense of smell is our most powerful. We're talking about like by a hundredfold relative to every other sense in our body. And that's because our sense of smell has a no holds bar directly into the limbic system, impacting our amygdala, our hippocampus, our hypothalamus, which is the hormone control center. I always think about the amygdala as being the stranger danger center, right? We're always sensing what's going on. And now we know that not just the amygdala is kind of doing that stranger danger sensing sensing actually a lot of cells inside of our body like a lot of a lot of our body can actually sense danger you know it's because ultimately our core mode of operation is survival more than anything else and so what we've learned is that when it comes to smell it doesn't have to be modulated by the thalamus Or the cortex or the midbrain it just goes straight up so that you can make an emergency decision based on the circumstances but we also know because of that like you walk in and you smell your grandmother's apple pie or her her beautiful chai chai tea recipe or whatever it may be you even smell that walking down the streets of new york or or wherever you are and it immediately sends you back to that place and that's because, because scent is so imperative to our survival that it is deeply rooted in our, in our memory, in our emotional well-being, or vice versa, right? It can, it can send us into kind of an emotional tailspin as well.
1: Right. And I guess with these essential oils, they're extracted from plants, and that's how, how you were talking about that. Yes. And in, in, is, is it a requirement for an essential oil to be produced is is the prerequisite is to have a lot of the substance? I mean, is it like, how much oil can we extract from a plant?
0: It depends on the plant. And so, like, for example, and I don't have I don't have anything in front of me, but, like, you think about, like, a, a five-mil bottle of jasmine. Yep. It requires thousands upon thousands of petals. And not just that. If, if it's a pure jasmine essential oil, and talk a little bit about the benefits of jasmine, it's one of my favorite essential oils. It's it's literally the essence of intoxication. Okay. Like, it is so yummy. Um, and it's the oil of confidence, but it's phenomenal for mood support. So jasmine oil, let's just – so it has to be picked – um, before sun rises, so at dawn oh, wow. has to be hand picked at dawn because that 's where the the most essential oil you 're going to find on those petals are. If the sun comes out, it will actually because I talked about volatile chemical constituents, so essential oils will evaporate because they are that delicate, so enough sun hits those flowers and it's 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 a done deal it's a, that essential oil is gone, so then they have to be hand Picked, hand hand carried to the distillery, so that there is no environmental toxins or anything it, you know damaging or exposing these beautiful petals. And um, then there's a like spef- specifically for jasmine. There's a, a different process where we just get a jasmine absolute because it's that delicate of an essential oil. And that's just an example of jasmine. You know, it takes a lot less lemon oil than it does take lavender or it takes jasmine sure. or versus like a sandalwood tree. So depending upon the specific plant that we're working with, um, there is going to be a certain amount that's necessary. And the distilling process, is, it can be very different. So you really have to have people who not only know the, the botany of the plants, how to grow these plants make sure that the sustainability of the plants are are preserved but then also the distillery of that particular plant is its own yeah so it's a lot of a lot goes into creating these beautiful chemical constituents to make sure that they're bioavailable for our bodies because ultimately a lot of essential oils on the market are used for flavoring essential oils are actually even used to make the flavor of coca-cola like if you want that exact, I, don't, I haven't had a soda or a Coke <laughs> in like a decade or two decades. Um, but I, I, I know that there is an exact science to making that specific formula. And it is a, a combination of, of very specific essential oils that make that Coca-Cola flavoring. Um, however, we're not using those types of essential oils for, for benefits around our, our homeostasis or our, our biological processes. When it comes to those, you're working with a very high quality essential oil. You, it's really important that it goes through all of the purification testing. We wanna make sure that it's coming from a great source. Clearly there are essential oils on the market that are not super pure, and you're not gonna get the result that you're looking for. So always looking out for purity, where these oils are coming from, because at the end of the day, they were plants once upon a time. And that's really what we're leveraging. We're just leveraging that plant chemistry to have that result inside of our body.
1: Right. And, and I, you brought up a good point about um, trusted brands and trusted Mm -hmm. processes. And I want to get your, like um, uh, your take on what are the best brands out there and why we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But what I would like to get into is now is how essential oils are not only used for purposes of um, enhancing smell and, and healing through smell, but it can be also used topically, correct?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's my favorite. Well, I ha- all of them are my favorite ways,
1: yeah.
0: um, but are there, there are lots of benefits. Ways?
1: Are there any yeah. specific points or areas that optimize the absorption?
0: Yes, absolutely. So as I mentioned earlier, the fastest way to get them in systemically is going to be by breathing them in. So just t- taking a bottle, whether I have a diffuser running right here, we have oils everywhere in this house. Like I, I cannot look anywhere and there not be an <laughs> oil. So at any given time, I can pick one up, breathe it in and elicit the response that I'm looking for. If I want to feel happy, if I want to feel elevated and joyful, I'm picking up a citrus oil because of the limonene and monoterpene content there. If I want to take things down a notch, um, I'm going to grab a lavender, a Lang Lang, a, a Bergamo, a Clary sage. Those have really beautiful, um, phenols and really calming essential oil chemical constituents. And again, breathing one of those in will just shift you from a, a sympathetic dominant state, a fight or flight state to a parasympathetic state like that. It's very fast and effective. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking for a brain function, I'm looking for alertness, I'm looking to calm a panic attack on a flight. If I'm looking for sleep, I'm gonna breathe them in aromatically. If I want it systemically as well, I'm breathing it in automatically. But if I've got a headache or a migraine, I am applying them topically where oh. the area of origin is. And I'm focusing on oils that have natural analgesics who can boost, um, boost oxygen to the brain, like really focusing on kind of reducing that tension and helping the flow of oxygen to the brain depending on what type of headache it is. If I've got a digestive issue, I'm gonna be applying oils directly to that area of concern. So if it's acid reflux, it's gonna be fennel closer to the sternum. If it is a if it's a bowel situation I'm gonna be placing them you know below the belly button around the around the belly button depending on what's going on there if I've got a sore knee I'm gonna be placing it on my knee not on my ankle you know so area of concern is super important there and so when it comes to addressing what I consider to be like an area of concern that's causing you discomfort whether it's a digestive issue a respiratory issue a pain issue a headache issue even a skin issue, then I'm gonna be applying the oil directly to that area. And I always wanna use a carrier oil, like coconut oil, almond oil, grapeseed oil, whatever you love. Two reasons for that is these oils are very, very potent and very, very effective at getting the job done, but they can also be irritable. So you wanna make sure that we are diluting them to reduce any level of irritability. Also, as I mentioned, the oils are volatile. So they will evaporate before they actually go into your skin. And so if you want to ensure that you're getting that full concentration, whatever that concentration is, you want to make sure that there's a carrier oil there. So it allows for um, those lipophilic essential oil constituents to actually absorb into the tissues and down into the bloodstream.
1: That's great. I really was hoping that you would talk about the carrier oil because that's uh, I hear that a lot. And yes. the idea is, is to actually to prevent the caustic nature of some of these oils and causing in a, um, a reaction on the skin. So mm-hmm. how would you apply? I mean, Is there a ratio that you would use for the essential oils to a carrier oil or what's the formula.
0: Yeah. It really depends on the age. It depends on the age. It depends on the purpose. Oh, wow. So like for, yeah, it does. And I don't want to make it complicated. I, that's never my intention, but there are a couple of factors. So like the concentration I would use on a five-year-old, is not the same concentration I would use on a 15 year old. You know, we're going to, and if it is a acute issue, I'm going to step up the concentration a little bit more than if it was just something that we were addressing. Like maybe like if it was a, like if it was a cut, I'm going to get to it with with, a, with like melaleuca or lavender to really clean that wound and to really promote promote cellular healing there very quickly. So that concentration would be a little bit higher. Whereas if you've got it like a, just a persistent nagging shoulder pain, we, you know, it wouldn't be the same as if I was dealing with an acute issue. Does that make sense? Yeah. So concentration varies. On average, you know, well, my favorite modality, I'm just going to grab it real quick if I can get it sorry about that, is like a 10 mil roller. So this is two teaspoons of a carrier oil, whatever carrier oil you love. And normally I operate on average at a 10% concentration. It's a pretty safe concentration to start with. And I, in my books, I go through, I literally give you a dilution, like literally a dilution chart for every age and every, all the kind of options. You know, I I pre-make recipes so that you don't have to think about this. You just, just make it and put it on, you know, but in this particular bottle, I would do anywhere between, between, I would say 10 to 20 drops would be in a, in a 10 ml bottle, depending on what I was trying to do. But a safe, safe place to play is fill this whole thing up with a carrier oil, and then 10 drops of an essential oil.
1: So you'd fill the entire bottle with a carrier oil? How many mm-hmm. seeds would that be?
0: Um, that is going to be, I don't know how many CCs, but I do know it's two teaspoons of us. And it's,
1: it's, and
0: 10, yeah. 10 ml. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. And then you diffuse, and then you put in 10 to 20 drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: to um, on the yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's yeah. any essential oil or is that the ones that specifically are caustic to the skin?
0: I mean, a lot of people, cause I always like to play it safe. I go very conservative, especially on, on, I may not be as conservative in my home, based on what i know works for sure. us and what i've been what i've been doing for so long but very conservatively yeah And the caustic oils are oftentimes you're really hot oils so hot oils are oregano cinnamon cassia clove those are thyme a lot of our herbs herbal oils and these these oils particularly too are phenomenal for supporting environmental threats boosting the immune system dealing with any type of viruses or bacteria they 're phenomenal for colds and flus but they are very very warm not only to the touch but they're just they're just highly concentrated so we always want to be mindful of those but then on the other side we've got our cooling oils like wintergreen peppermint spearmint eucalyptus and um, those are great for respiratory support those are great for some of them are great for digestive support but again can be very very cooling I love it sometimes like if I've got a really sore neck that's where kind of my it's my Achilles heel is my neck so having a wintergreen or a peppermint oil on my neck it's I love that cooling sensation but sometimes it can be a little bit much for people personally I love to put it on and then get in a hot shower so I really amp it up but that's again that's just me
1: (laughs) <laughs> you're hardcore
0: <laughs> well you know i you know when you really want to loosen those muscles like that's, that's going to really get the job is. done or I'll even my we have heated seats in our cars so I'll put them on and then go sit <laughs> <And> in my <laughs> car
1: <laughs> that's hilarious
0: <laughs> but it works and then all of a sudden yeah. that neck pain or you know the, the, the tension it just it's gone within about five minutes and for me that's a big win.
1: I mean, isn't it amazing how like you can apply something that's natural made from a plant and apply it to your area of discomfort and within five to 10 minutes experience relief. And it's, it's natural. I mean, that's what amazes me. It's instead of like popping four Tylenol or two Advil for discomfort, for for relief of pain, which who knows what it's doing to your system. Your
0: poor liver. Oh my goodness. Your poor liver.
1: I know, right? So it's like, exactly. It's like this is this is such a nice option to have. And not only we're talking about pain relief, but we're talking about relief for so many other ailments like we we're talking about nausea, upset stomach. It's just it's it's there's a multitude of options and indications for essential oils to help.
0: Well, and I think what's important to me, so this this is literally our first line of defense. We yeah. anything that comes up in our house, whether it's a cut or it is a headache or it's a it's a sunburn or whatever it may be, it's literally this is what we use. We travel with oil. Sometimes we're gone for a month at a time. We have about 25 oils on our on our person at any given time because <laughs> things are gonna pop up. You you're gone for a month, best believe. Someone's gonna run into a pole or someone's gonna get sick or someone's gonna get motion sickness or someone's going get a headache, like, or someone's going to eat something out of town that absolutely did not agree with them. And so that's, that's absolutely going to happen. So for us, we, this is, we don't even, it's just what we do first. And the beautiful thing is, is that, you know, we are well insured. We, we can go to a, a doctor anytime. I've got amazing friends who can be of assistance. And so, but this is what we do always first. And where we, they really show up for us is, you know, it's focus, concentration. Energy, mood support, stress, it's the everyday intangible root causes that are driving us into a state of chronic disease that we don't really pay attention to or notice until much much time has gone by. So for me, having these tools that I can pull from, literally, they sit by my desk, they sit in front of my, I'm working on a new book right now, they're in front of my book and I just, if I'm feeling exhausted or I'm dealing with brain fog or I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling a little anxious, I can grab essential oils for those moments in the moment, and they work so fast. I can't tell you how many classes I've taught where someone has come in hungover, or they've (laughs) come in with a digestive issue, or they've come in exhausted, or they've come in stressed out, or they have some type of respiratory thing, and I just pass an oil to them, whatever that oil is, and then have them apply it, I tell them what to do, put it on and check in literally three minutes later and they have forgotten what it was. Oh, they were wow. like, oh my God, I don't even know what it was anymore. And just watching that social, I, that social proof over and over and over again, it's incredible. And it's, it's so simple and so easy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, Dr. Diva here. Thank you to all my listeners who supported my book and helped to make it a huge success. You all helped us hit number one in Barnes & Noble, number one in the categories of oncology, cancer, healing, and medical ebooks, and number 21 in all of the Kindle store. We also were able to achieve number three on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. If you haven't gotten your copy, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble or com. visit from doctor to com to become part of our growing community of health and wellness aficionados and to learn more well it's, this is great I, I kind of want to I don't want to steal all your secrets because I, I, I want people to purchase your book oh, um, yeah. and, but it would be great if you are able to give us like a secret regimen—not really a secret regimen, but a regimen for specific ailments. Like, if someone was experiencing anxiety and depression, right? Mm-hmm. What would be a stack of essential oils or just an individual oil that you can use that you can inhale or apply topically to get over the anxiety and/or depression?
0: Absolutely. Well, let's start. Well, I treat them differently. I have recommendations for, for them both. So let's start with anxiety. So a combination of oils that I love for anxiousness, now, I have a fear of flying and I fly a lot. So this comes up for me every time the plane takes off and I don't know what I would do without my oils or my favorite Playlist. I got a playlist. I got some Shaka Khan and some Aretha Franklin, you know, because those are yes. the, the songs that are going to get me through that takeoff moment. And then I've got my oils. And so the oils that I really lend to are going to be lavender and vetiver. So lavender, vetiver, cedarwood, and clary sage. Those are my top four big players for dealing with anxiousness, maybe a panic attack. I have it in a pre made blend. And to keep it super simple, um, the blend would be either five drops of lavender and vetiver, or you could do three drops of, of, of all four, like lavender, vetiver, cedarwood, and clary sage. And then you would top it off with a fractionated coconut oil or, or grapeseed oil, whatever that may be. And what I do in those moments is I, I roll the blend over my palms like this. I take some deep belly breaths. I also have it on my temples, on my wrists, So I just really want to be connected. I also put it over my heart Mm -hmm. before I get on the plane. So I want it over my heart center as well. And I just, I take some, I take, I call it the power of the pause. So I take a deep breath in, I hold it for five. I breathe all the way out and I hold it for five and I take my hands deep breath in, hold it for five, and I just repeat that until everything begins to just relax and slow down for me. I don't feel so elevated in that state. And then I have a little mantra that I say, and I say, I choose peace over this. I choose peace over this. And so that will literally take me from a 100 on the panic scale down to about a 10, really quick. That's
1: interesting. So it's, you're using obviously the power of the essential oils. You're using mm-hmm. a little breathing exercising yes. so that actually gets them more into a, a, a rest or digest parasympathetic. And then you're also using positive affirmations. So mm-hmm. these are the techniques that you're using. And it's, it's amazing because they all work in synergy to optimize the treatment of the anxiety that the person is experiencing.
0: And um, you forgot the Aretha Franklin. I also got that going and, on. Yeah,
1: we got the sound too. The Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> I can't forget that one. So I yeah. mean, I'm just
0: a multitasker, clearly, because I can do affirmations and listen to Rock study and you know, <laughs> and breathe in my oils. Yeah,
1: you're my hero. Yes, this is great. I mean, this is this is awesome because it's such a simple thing, and you're utilizing multiple modalities to get over like a panic attack, essentially, or try to hit it before it even starts. And absolutely. this is so important because typically what you would t- experience is, okay, well, I'm going go to go to, on a plane where I am so fearful and I hate flying. I'm going to pass, I'm going to pop in a Valium or a Xanax. Before.
0: A Xanax. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or, or, or
1: if you're in your first class, you, what, the, well, what you're going to do is get that glass of that shit. That
0: mimosa. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's going to, that's going <laughs> to. And the Xanax. Inside. And the Xanax. There we go. <laughs> well, I mean, and
0: you it's never been, I've never, I haven't ever taken a Xanax before and I travel some, there's been months where I'm on a flight four to five times a month and sometimes only twice a month, um, but usually at least twice a month I'm on a plane. And, you know, that's been offered to me by many doctors over the years, you know, Xanax, Xanax, just emergency Xanax is totally fine. But I do know that the accumulation of Xanax, you know, we're seeing new research that shows that it can lead to dementia and it just, you know, we just things to be mindful of. And I just have, I've chosen to, you know, what kind of natural solution can I lend to first and foremost? So I don't become reliant on those for depression. So it's a couple of different oils that play a big role, and again, it's wonder. You know, I always think it's important to kind of figure out what works best for you. Um, but my go-to oils any citrus. So citrus literally boosts all citrus oils, whether it's tangerine, wild orange, grapefruit, lemon, lime, green mandarin, whatever, whatever you want. There's so many beautiful citruses out there, but they have a high limonene content and they boost happy neurotransmitters. So yeah. they boost serotonin, they boost dopamine. They will take you from an I. I, I literally start every single morning with tangerine essential oil because it just, it's like this bubble, this bubble of joy that just, it just, I can't just, it's just amazing. It's like this effervescent moment. So I start every day that way because you, you can't, you can't gang bang on your day when you, you breathe in an essential oil like that. So I have a beautiful morning ritual that goes with that. So is that Um, your
1: essential oil stack for, um, uplifting and starting out your morning?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And what's the, what is your like, like in terms of how much of each, what would you, what's your formula?
0: I just do one drop on my palms, rub my palms together. You could have a little roller. So I do have a roller of a of a trio of citruses that I love. Ah. So it's tangerine, wild orange and grapefruit because J- grapefruit is just, it's, 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 energizing, it's clean, and it, it just smells very different than the orange okay. and tangerine. So I do, I do 10 drops of each. So 15 drops go into a roller. Um, I, and then I top it off with the carrier oil. I just roll it on my palms like I had suggested and then and breathe the, it in. Yeah. But citruses are very, very safe. Um, the only thing that you should be mindful on fo- with citruses is they are photo, photosensitive. Right. So if you don't put them on your face and then go outside yeah. into the so, sun. Right. Um, and that's the same, like you should never just like you know, that's why when I was a little girl, we used to use lemon oil to lighten our hair. Um, same thing. So if you were to like suck on limes for whatever reason and lime juice got on your face, yeah. it would burn your face. And so all citruses do this. So just being really mindful around essential oils because they're highly concentrated citruses. So, but just breathing it into your palms, very, very safe. So I, I like essential oil, like citrus essential oils, literally out the bottle, pure, pure, so full concentration. I just love the way that they smell and they feel, but you can absolutely put them into a roller. Mm-hmm. So I stack those oils, start my day like that, um, but they're phenomenal for boosting happy neurotransmitters. The other oil that I absolutely love that I think is a game change for depression is frankincense. Mm-hmm. So frankincense is a powerful neurological booster. It's great for brain function. It's also great for boosting happy neurotransmitters as well. And then my other oil... I'm trying to think, one of the most expensive oils, two expensive oils that are great for depression is going to be Melissa um, and rose oil, but they're expensive. Um, so those would be really powerful players in, in reducing s- feelings of sadness and, and despondency. But the other oil that I would choose that I absolutely love, um, I'm just like picking through my, I'm like my Rolodex of oils right now, um, would be Alang Alang. So a Ling-a-Lang would be my other favorite. So in that combination, you could do a citrus frankincense and a langlang, and they would it would definitely boost um, those those happy feelings that you're looking yeah. for.
1: And yeah. so that's your regimen for obviously boosting uplifting being uplifting, and and maybe starting your morning. What about like um, winding down for the day, and you know just right before you're going to sleep, or just trying to de-stress from the day and decompress? What's your recommended regimen for that?
0: Absolutely. So my top five oils for sleep are going to be lavender, which is an easy one to get your hands on. Roman chamomile, which is oh, uh, you can. I mean, that's why we drink Roman chamomile tea, right? So very, very calming. Also, Roman chamomile is great for anxiety as well. Just a heads up if you have it. So lavender, Roman chamomile, cedarwood, which is also another inexpensive one. Vetiver, which is pro. Found. Like that, it it is a, that is your liquid Xanax right there. Like that is your liquid sedative. That oil will knock you out. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've sabotaged family like who are up late or working late and I will start diffusing a combination of vetiver and oils and just watch them like start doing the nod off. Like that's how powerful this, this oil is. And when vetiver is combined with lavender or cedarwood, you have got a powerful sleep aid, a natural sleep aid. And then my other one is gonna be Clary Sage. Clary Sage is my, I call it the Beyonce of hormone essential oils, Um, but Clary Sage is also phenomenal for reducing worry, mental chatter, um, all of that kind of those bubbled up feelings that we may be experiencing. And um, Clary Sage is also great at just shutting the brain down. So those top five, Any combination of those top five work, even just two of the top five. I recommend a diffuser. So literally an hour before bed, get the diffuser running and have it next to your bed. If you wake up in the middle of the night, buy a diffuser that runs for five, 10 hours, because they'll go on and off, on and off throughout the night. um, So that you've got those oils going over your head. Constantly. Yeah, constantly. And that will keep people asleep. I've even had um, patients who use that, those, those oils for like night terrors, like that's, they oh, really wow. just keep you oh. asleep.
1: Yep.
0: Um, if, if that isn't, if that's not enough, then I would make up a little roller and roll them over your palms, roll them over your feet and back why? of the neck.
1: So why the palms and the feet? What's the, so
0: it just, um, so one of the, one of the, so Chinese medicine, their meridians here as well, but also it's just a really non-invasive way to get the oils into your bloodstream. So that's really what it comes down to. It's not, necessary, it's not necessarily that there's more opportunity for them to go into the bloodstream. It's just an easy path. So for babies, for children, putting them on their feet, putting them on their palms, putting them on the back of their neck and their spine is just an easy, easy way to do it, right. a very calming and gentle way to do that. And um, we can reach these areas pretty easily for ourselves. So that's why we recommend it that way. Back of the neck, because as you know, that's where the sleep center is. So again, we want to get these oils as close to the cerebellum and the midbrain as possible. Um, So that's going to be why the back of the neck.
1: Got it. And so I I meant to ask you before, but this question just came up now. But when we are using these essential oils for a single application or a single (laughs) use, what is the onset of time for it to take effect on our system? And what is the length of time that it lasts?
0: Yeah, it's such a great question. So we know that we can metabolize because ultimately that's what's going on, right? So these oils are not nutrition, but we do metabolize the chemical constituents. We also know that our bodies can break apart these chemical constituents and bind them to other important organic chemist, chemicals in the body. Like it's so fascinating to see the way in which we, um, we leverage this chemistry inside of the body. And so we, I know that we can metabolize anywhere between two to four hours. Um, so I always tell people, like let's say it's a cold or a flu, like we're dealing with a a full on out attack, right? With the, with a viral, um, some type of virus of some sort. You know, I always recommend people put them on literally on the hour so that you keep that systemic dosage pretty consistent throughout the day.
1: And there's Um, no toxicity by doing that, correct?
0: No, no, no. You're not going to overwhelm the system. And not to say that you couldn't absolutely get yourself to a tipping point. It just requires so much essential oil to do that. It's really, really rare. You know, in all of the, I've recommended essential oils, educated on essential oils, Million, I can't even. I don't know how many millions and millions of people, but in terms of adverse reactions that that companies get, um, it's like point. I think it's like point zero, point zero one, point zero five percent. It's a very, very, very low amount. You know, even children who accidentally drink them. Um, you know, it's just it. It's never really. Not to say that you couldn't yeah. drink a really caustic oil you could absolutely do that it would taste so awful like it would but it's not it's not like you're drinking a really serious crazy poison by any means so it would require a lot you kind of dumping these oils onto your body would that would be that level of of toxicity (laughs) that would go up so yeah no, you applying a cup like especially a diluted oil every hour yeah no concern there
1: awesome okay yeah well, I want, you, I want to have one more stack that I'd like you to, to discuss because yeah. we are in flu season.
0: We are and, in flu season.
1: You know, there's this threat of all sorts of viruses that we're going to be exposed to imminent down the road or maybe not. But just, just for people, yeah. let's just discuss an optimal immune system um, you know, uh, stack.
0: Absolutely. So this is actually the reason why I got into essential oils. I was sick all the time, seven to eleven times a year, and a friend of mine was like, "I am so sick of you being sick and tired all the time." She's like, "I, I, my, my family started using these oils. I've got a couple blends. I'm going to send your way. Just try them." And the chemist in me, the the biochemist in me, was like, "I don't know about this," but I did. I tried them, and I didn't get sick for three and a half years. So I, I literally missed out on thirty colds and flus. Yes. Um, so, um, and really what it is, what it's most important is, is boosting the immune system, right? right? It's really about boosting the immune system and really setting up the body, um, for, for success. If indeed we, we are exposed to a virus, whether you're on a plane or you're at the grocery store or whatever. So my go-to oils for, for boosting your immune system. So let's just take a roller like this. Uh-huh. I would do five drops of melaleuca or tea tree oil. I would do five drops of oregano. Um, I would do five drops of clove. I mean, I would do five drops of eucalyptus. So I would do, and we just, it would just be a heavier concentration. So we're talking about 20 drops of an oil in a 10 mil roller and then um, top it off with whatever carrier oil you prefer and just roll it during, I would say during the season where environmental threats are more abundant, like right now, I would just be rolling that over my, over my bottom of my feet every morning just to keep the immune system up. That is what I recommend, and diffusing around the house. So having a blend like clove, wild orange, citruses are phenomenal for boosting the immune system as well. So clove, wild orange, maybe some eucalyptus, um, even just eucalyptus would be a great oil to diffuse in, in, your, in your house.
1: And this is something that you don't necessarily have to breathe because this is not something that you're trying to apply or breathe to get rid of something acutely. You're just trying to build up your, your immune system, right? So that's why Absolutely. you're applying it into the soles of the feet.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And then, I mean, if you know that you're dealing with a respiratory concern, you want to open up the airways, um, then you're talking, then you are going to step in the eucalyptus. You are going to step in the peppermint and the lemon. And if you want to like really open up airways, what I recommend is taking a, a bowl of water, heat it up pretty hot. So it's steaming and then, but not boiling. Cause again, these oils are volatile, so they will burn up. They will actually will lose their efficacy if we boil essential oils. So we want to make sure that it's hot enough, but not boiling. And then I want you to drop in three drops of eucalyptus, two drops of lemon, and a drop of oregano and just put a, a little t-shirt over your head or a towel and just take those deep, the, the deep, vapors. as deep a breath as you can. I mean, when you're stuffed up, it's not easy to do. But those oils not only break up mucus, but open up the bronchioles. And then the oregano, I call oregano the obliterator, because <laughs> it will go in and obliterate. And Everything. so, um, and just one drop of oregano, because that oil will wake will wake you up. Mm-hmm. And, but I have had so many people with severe congestion, with sinus infections, all kinds of stuff. It just open them fully up helping them to breathe better. And then you can even do like a little, I have in my book, I have a, a recipe for a salve that you can actually put over your chest and the back to open up those airways and to oh, kind of awesome. release any mucus or anything that's going on in the in the lungs.
1: Right. And yeah. I guess you just... Wash, rinse, and repeat until your ailments are gone. Right?
0: Absolutely. And then wash your hands. You know, you know the things that we know to do. Um, you know, you could even have a little spritzer that you take on the plane where you kind of spritz things down, which is just essential oils. Uh, uh, cool. Yeah. So you, a lot of people do that. We do that. We have a little, a little blend that we take with us on flights, on travel, everywhere we go. Um, and we, we have maybe in the last I've been using essential oils, so it's been almost, it's almost eight years now. I want to say, um, yeah, eight years. We've been sick maybe four times, maybe, maybe.
1: Incredible. And that's you and and your family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me and my family. And so we've, and that's the beautiful thing. You're using them consistently. You're just keeping your immune system just ready. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And so what is your trusted brand of oils? Like what, there's so many different manufacturers of oils out there. Like who would you recommend using
0: So I I have a I have a preference I have a personal preference based on the research that I've done my the oils that I love are going to be DoTerra's essential oils Um, I love their their sustainability practices you know that they they know all of their growers. Um, they really ensure that the oils are pure and that the earth, like I've actually planted trees with doTERRA as a part of their co-impact sourcing. Wow. They're, sustainable, they're a huge sustainability project in Hawaii right now with Hawaiian sandalwood. It's the biggest sustainability project in the on the entire islands. And so I, I love how dedicated them, the company is to sustainability and making the planet a better place. And also a lot of the farmers and cultivators of these beautiful oils, um, you know, so they, these aren't always countries where they are fully equipped. And so being able to ensure that the farmers and the growers are very well compensated, that they, there's a lot of love and care and nurturing that goes into these oils, you can feel that when you use them on yourself and your family. So that's the reason why I went with the company Um, I've always had great results with them. I've always had, I've always uh, seen such great results, but there's other companies who, who, who goes to similar lengths. So just, I think when it comes to choosing a brand, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, the things that we're putting on our family, the things that are putting on our own bodies, we always want to make sure that we're doing our due diligence and doing the research. So looking into the type of, are they, are they showing you the type of purification practices and testing that they use? Are they, are they. Full disclosure, letting you know where are these plants coming from around the world and who is involved in that harvesting process. I think the more transparency that you see with a company that's working with literally plants around the world, the more you can feel like you can trust their integrity.
1: Uh, it's, it's, thank you yeah. for sharing that. And I appreciate it. the full explanation because it's really helpful as to the explanation as to why. And then some people are always are like, well, maybe there's an affiliation But this is purely because of their other practices and services that is why you're really gravitated towards a specific brand.
0: I do. Yeah. I, uh, the brand I've, um, I've been able to co-raise over $150,000 to end period poverty around the world wow. with the company. And it's because a lot of the plants come from areas where that is happening, where yeah. girls are getting pulled out of school. And so th- there's, they just, I, I love the heart of their initiatives. And I've been able, i been able, outside of the fact that I love the oils and the oils are effective and they work, but I, I love a company who is so dedicated to supporting not only women, but families, cultures around the world to to create a better to create a better world to live in. Yeah. So that that is always that's near and dear to my heart oh, is yeah. um, is being a part of that and being able to to work with them to raise that kind of money.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. And we were talking about you were talking about a book that you uh, wrote previously and recently. What's the name of the book? And I guess this is the book where you have all these um, recipes for essential oils for for various indications, right?
0: Absolutely. So I actually have two books. The book that if you want colds, flus, you want cuts and scrapes, immune system. If you want to make over your entire home, you want green cleaning products, you want green personal care products, because again, we've got to reduce our toxic exposure to these, to chemicals out there. Like you want to make over the entire medicine cabinet, like we have from headaches to muscle aches, to everything in between. It's going to be the smart mom's guide to essential oils. It's going to be that book. That book, if you want recipes for a five-year-old versus a 12-year-old, that's the book. Like okay. literally, you don't have to think about it. And then the other book um, that came out last year was specifically on hormones. And so if you're dealing with brain fog, hot flashes, menstrual cramps, um, gut this issues.
1: Using essential oils. Yes, using essential oils for, yes,
0: essential oils for all of these oh, issues. Um, awesome. For liver decongestion. I mean, name it, all of it. That's gonna be the, the essential oils hormone solution. So sure. And so um, it digs into the biggest symptoms around women's hormonal imbalance, but also looking at the root causes. Like looking at toxic exposure, looking at digestive digestive issues and how we can use um plant-based medicine to really help support us in that way
1: and i'm assuming you could find these books on amazon
0: yes you can find them on amazon super easy to find them there yeah
1: and if my listeners wanted to like find out more information about you where would they be able to find
0: well, if your listeners want to know more about women's health, they want to know, dig really deep into root cause around anxiety, you know, uh, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, endometriosis, PCOS. Um, my podcast is going to be my favorite place to go and check me out, and that is essentially You Podcast. Um, Instagram, it's at Dr. Marisa, and then the website is at Dr. Marisa as well.
1: Awesome! Yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. This is very educational. It's a great topic to discuss, and I love the fact that. We're providing my listeners options other than pills that we're so accustomed to using for, you know, any ailment from coming from a headache, from you know, nausea, whatever it is. It's just nice to have that note that there is options that are natural that we can use and aren't having toxic effects on our bodies.
0: Absolutely. And I, I, that's why I'm really happy to have this conversation today. We essential oils were a massive paradigm shift for me. It was one of the biggest changes we made it and made in our life. Um, and I can't imagine a life where we go back from them. Um, because we don't use any synthetic medications or over-the-counter drugs in our home. And we don't have any toxic chemicals in our house. I mean, clearly, probably my rug has some, you know, but like in terms of our cleaners, our personal care, everything is used with essential oils. And if I can do it, like do it yourself, like anyone can do it.
1: Yeah. And I think that's an important topic, uh, important fact to discuss real quick, because we might be able to eat really clean. And we feel that that's sufficient in order to optimize our our well-being. That's only part of it. There's environmental toxins that are all over that we just can't help ourselves being exposed to. But in our homes, we have detergents. We have like um, cosmetics. We have a ton of these things that carry a lot of chemicals, which Mm -hmm. are harmful for our bodies. And if we switch some of these chemicals where it's more plant-based, we're eliminating the toxic burden on our bodies and being able to really fully heal ourselves from the inside out, healing our gut and really trying to raise that bar and optimizing well-being.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and I and it's and there's it doesn't take a lot. To, make, to do it. It doesn't take a lot to make over the cleaning cabinet. It doesn't take a lot to make over the medicine cabinet and just start chucking the stuff that probably expired to begin with. Right. Um, and and then, yeah, I would say the, the biggest issue or the biggest, the, the hardest thing to let go of oftentimes is our personal care. Yes. But even those, you can slowly but surely, so um, our lotions, our conditioners, our hand soaps, all based with essential oils. And so, and it's the things you don't think about that you use every single day multiple times a day Shampoo. that, that slow slowly add up
1: in the, in the body.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. Marissa, thank you so much for being on the show with us. It was great uh, to have this chat with you and I look forward to actually uh, checking out these books. Um, That's the first thing I'm going to do when I get off this podcast and make that purchase.
0: Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be here.